This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to Air Biscuits. I'm Link. And I'm Rat. It's time for another conversation with somebody interesting from the internet. And this week, that person who will be sitting down at the round table of dim lighting is Justine Zarek, better known as I Justine, who I think is one of the first ever major female internet celebrities. Period. Uh, right? Or internet c- celebrities in general. I mean, this girl, uh, as far back as we can remember when we were starting out on the internet, Back in uh, 06, we knew about her right from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. She was she was in the middle of it. Now, I, I don't know if the life casting came first or if – I think we met her after life casting, but I definitely knew about it when it was happening, when she was broadcasting every moment of her life. Not just waking moment, every single moment, sleeping or waking, 24-7 for six months straight on Justin TV. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, that was an amazing thing that we we talked to her about. And of course, she also made a lot of YouTube videos, many of which got traction early on in the the age of YouTube, publishing a, a vlog about her uh, iPhone bill that was 300 pages long. It came in a box. Yeah, and this was that a tr- video the, went viral. The true story, right after iPhone, the iPhone came out and it was they were printing these huge bills and she just made all these calls. That was her first real viral video. And, you know, she's built a, this huge audience on YouTube. She's got a number of channels, collectively about 3 million subscribers. But, you know, I follow her on Instagram and Twitter, and I am constantly just seeing she's somewhere else in the world. And sometimes I'm just, well, cut, I cut my TV on, and she's on the TV hosting something. She, you know, she's on a red carpet somewhere. She's hosting something for Call of Duty. Uh, she's on, she's making an appearance on Law & Order or something like that. So, I, you know, she's everywhere. Or on her YouTube channel, vlogging from Iceland most recently. She was, uh, she made a cameo in our I'm a Techspert rap music video. And she also and then, made a cameo way back in the day, uh, one of our early music videos, I think it was 08, uh, the Dead iPod song. She basically is the, the she opens that whole video up. First that's right. Collab- I think our very first collaboration was with Justine. You know, the first time we ever collaborated, before anybody called it a collaboration, we just said, we're just going to work with you on this. You don't think the word collaboration was used no, in that but context? You, you, everybody talks about, oh, who you collabing with now? I mean, we didn't, they didn't talk about collabs. We were just like, yeah, you want to be in our video? We'll get views, you'll get views. It'll be great. We actually released the video on her channel and our channel. On the same day. Trying to figure out what was the best way to go about this thing. But I mean, when she was on the Techspert thing, to Techspert shoot, it was basically the next day or two, she was she was off to Iceland. And right. th- so to your point, she's always somewhere. We talked to her about that, just about what her life is like now. I mean, not only being, she's not a life caster anymore, but she, so much of her life is still online in terms of all the content she's creating all over the place, all over the world. Right, so we go back to the beginning, what it's like to be uh, raised as a, literal coal miner's daughter in Pennsylvania, uh, what it was like to do that live casting, live casting for six months. Uh, we get into uh, talking about some old boyfriends and some current boyfriends, be- well, boyfriend, singular. She has she has one boyfriend now. And Ryan's also an online personality. So, there, I mean, there's there's an inter- a fascinating dynamic there of w- where they draw the line between their, their personal relationship and their, their public personas and just her public and private persona mm-hmm. between Justine and I, Justine. 
And we talk about what it's like to still be in this YouTube game after eight years on the platform. So here it is, our Ear Biscuit with Justine. Because you hit record. This is being captured. There was that pregnant pause. So I guess let's get right to it. So you're pregnant. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So let's get right (laughs) to it. No, I'm not actually. I'm sure that every type of rumor goes around Twitter based about you. Like, have you had a. I actually don't know that that's true. I'm just assuming. Has there been a pregnancy rumor yet? Because (laughs) that's like the height of celebrity, right? Actually, there was. And it was my own fault because I was taking a picture, looking down really sad at my phone because it was broken. But I had my leg up, and so it looked like it was a part of my shirt. So everyone's like, oh, my God, she's definitely pregnant. How was was it in like— What was a part of your shirt? um, Your phone? No, my pants because I I was like kneeling, and I was was just being really sad about my phone. And and it just looked like I was pregnant, and I wasn't. I'm not. Did you feel the need to clarify? Or I did. We, oh, I you did. Oh, wow. Yeah, even my sister's like, oh my God, I can't believe you posted that. You look pregnant. I was like, I didn't know. I just was really sad my phone wasn't working. And, so and then were you, you holding a pregnancy test? No. <laughs> <laughs> if, unless there's an app for that, which there probably is. Oh, wow. Just, Don't pee on your iPhone. I, well, I haven't <laughs> done me. that yet. Trust Have you me. done that? Mm, yeah, I've heard. Some I mean, stories how, do, how from, else do you clean it? <laughs> I don't know, but the people at the Apple Store they they know because they have taken them apart and found little poo traces. And when you try to tell them, no, I didn't drop it in the toilet, they know because they can see the poo. Ew. Yeah. So well, you dropped a phone in a toilet. I have not, but this was well, a story. On, of the guy, I'm sorry. Well, interestingly, though, you recently dropped a phone into like a. Blue Lagoon in Iceland. I did do that, and then a week later, I shattered the phone that I had just bought in the subway in New York. So it was really fun. How did that happen? Um, I had a suitcase, and we were doing the scene where I was walking down to the subway, and I didn't realize that my phone was on top of the suitcase, and I also had nothing in the suitcase, so I was being an idiot and was like, look how light my suitcase is. So it was a prop. Basically, yeah. So, But the phone was not the prop. It was on there, and it went flying up like 20 feet and just flew down and just shattered. How many phones have you been through? A lot. Just give, I mean, yeah. give me a ballpark. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I can't count. <laughs> because I think like that, it's an uncountable number? No, I mean, I've, had, I've definitely had one of each phone that has come out, and then a couple of each. So, so, you, so there's always, there's, with each model of so iPhone. 10. That would be 10. Well, it's definitely more than that. Really? I've definitely had you, more, yeah. I've had some problems. And you kill all of them. You know, not until recently. I, I done really well until this one. This, is, this, this stupid gold phone, man. But when you were in, I, I want to go back to Iceland okay. because I, I really enjoyed those videos. Well, thank you. It made me want to go. You should. I really want to go. You have to. I'm not going unless Ben Stiller goes with me. You should have put that in your contract. But hey, you know, I don't negotiate for you. You know, you, it's okay. You did actually go, though. That wasn't on green screen. No, that, that was actually real. But it was kind of crazy because me and my sister went and saw the movie. And when we left that theater, I was like, oh, we have to go to Iceland. We have to. And then it just randomly happened whenever the DVD release was out. Fox had emailed me and was like, hey, we need somebody to go to Iceland for a movie. And I wrote back, like, all capital letters. I didn't know this dude. I was like is it the secret life of Walter Mitty? Count me in. Had you tweeted or any, made anything public that you were a fan of the movie? I did, but I don't think they even found it from there, which is weird. So I don't know. But you were in this huge, I mean, we're like in this snowy terrain with this. It's it, like a hot spring, right? Yeah. I mean, when I think about hot springs, I think about something as big as this dimly lit table, like a hot tub. I don't think about a, 
a large pond or a small lake. <laughs> But that's what you were in, right? Yeah, it was like this massive pond, and everyone thinks steaming. That it's, yeah, it was so hot. It's like from like the lava rocks, and everything there is all geothermal. So right, they they, have, they don't pay for heat because it's all just natural. Mm-hmm. But it's so hot in there. It's it's actually blue. Like it is really blue. But it's all like minerals. So as soon as I drop my phone in, which I had a life proof case on, so I don't know what happened. I think it might have been actually too hot. The minerals ate through the case. Or the case just did really? you or, immediately recover the phone, or did it go to? Uh, you had to search for it for a while. No, I had. I didn't drop it in. I mean, I just I was just using it. As you I gestured it uh, into the water. Yeah, it because it because it's waterproof. Yeah, well, you'd think it would be. Well, is there some sort of guarantee? Nope, and they wouldn't tweet me back, so I just unfollowed them on Twitter. Ooh, okay, so that's how you you went for it. You yeah. you you actually uh, made it public. You were like, "Hey, I was here with your case, and it's it won't survive a blue lagoon. It won't." But it did survive a shark dive, so I'll give him that much. <laughs> <laughs> what was the bottom of the lagoon like? I don't know. You couldn't see it. Uh, I think it was oh, just like it was rocks. A, you were treading water? Well, no, you, you can stand <laughs> up. <laughs> Good thing because I can't swim. What did it feel so, like? I what, mean, It felt like rocks. Time out. You can't swim? Not really. I mean, I can... I'm doggy, doggy paddling. paddle? You guys can't see it. Well, I, I I'm teaching my five-year-old son how to, to completely swim this summer. Really? So if you want to come along for lessons, I'm really, great. I'm really good. Okay, this is this is really this is working out really well. I feel like this is gonna be a great series. <laughs> okay. We should just <laughs> Justin just learns to swim. swim at age <laughs> older. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not, not five. Well, okay, then you're not gonna say your age, but let's wait until the no. second half of the podcast to talk okay. about everything associated with. Your age. <laughs> <laughs> Elder. But I think the the Iceland, uh, Greenland, Iceland? What? It was, it was Iceland. Iceland, yeah. which is greener than Ice, Greenland. Yes. Let, we don't have yes. to go there. Yes. But it represents um, the Justine, uh, the I Justine stereotype in my mind that she's always somewhere. It is true. Yeah. And we've tried to, I've tried to come on this show so many times. Yeah. I mean, this was like, I think the fifth or sixth time. I know. But I think it's just indicative of your life because most, most of the time, if not every single time that we've had you booked for the show, you've been asked to then go do something that really, you know, this, the air biscuits come and go, right? We do it every week, but you had an opportunity that you had to say yes to. So it seems like you're just kind of constantly off in a way yeah and it's living the dream well it is but it's really hard to plan anything and it's like i mean i feel like i have no friends here anymore because no one even asks me to hang out anymore because they're like she's not here anyway and then i'm like well i'm here now well quantify how much are you gone i mean i was gone for almost nine weeks and i was here for like a week or a few days in between but then i had shoots every day so i couldn't do anything else so it's like, even like doing YouTube videos, I have to like schedule a day that I can actually film something for myself. But thankfully, like traveling, it's always good content and it's fun. So I can still like post that kind of stuff. Right. So, I mean, if it's not Iceland, it could be Greenland or it's could Hawaii be. or I think Hawaii is like always your vacation yeah, go-to. it's a nice little easy trip from, from over here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's the, is this the status of your professional life that it's, Invitation to invitation, and there's other things going on too. But I'm curious if you're gone that much, it's kind of, there's kind of an approach to life to make that happen because people approach such late notice, right? They do. So I mean, that's the thing is I I try not to plan things far in advance, and if it is that far in advance, I mean, it has to be like okay, like even my family vacation, I have to now go halfway through the vacation because I have something else that came up that's like, oh my God, I can't not do this. And, it, and it's hard because like my family's like, well, we want to hang out with you. I'm like, yeah, mom, but I have to do this. Like I can't 
not. Like we're do- it's uh, like Call of Duty is going to be at the X Games. It's the first time that Call of Duty is going to be on TV as like an actual sport. So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to. Gotta, well, it's an X sport. Is that? Well, you know, like. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> so it's an official Call of Duty is an official X game. X game, well, at least in this this uh, this round in Austin, which is kind of cool because it's like my favorite game. So it's going to be on ESPN as a sport. So it's really fun. And you'll be there in a in a host capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so you've been there for like the past how many launches of the... They had like a, it's like different tournaments and it's crazy. Like these kids are playing Call of Duty as a profession. Like we're making YouTube videos. That's a profession. Like they're playing Call of Duty and it's it's really cool because that's an actual sport now. So have you, you're obviously, say, obviously saying yes to a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, which means you're also saying no to a lot of things. Um, but... I mean, what is what is that like being constantly asked to go do something as opposed to maybe, you know, rewind five years where you're just making content? Yeah. You know, you're like thinking about your own content and now you're being tapped to go do all these different things. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun, but it's like I really miss doing like this kind of stuff and just hanging out and like making YouTube videos. But I feel like making YouTube videos now isn't what it used to be necessarily you yeah know? i mean youtube has changed so much and and it's really hard to make that consistent content and and it's it's so hard because you can never make everyone happy which is so hard for me because i'm like oh man little johnny 55 didn't like this video but he really liked the last one i'm like sorry johnny <laughs> what is it more specifically that you're saying oh they didn't like this or there's complaints or i mean i think it's with anything what's like the state everyone... of youtube and your youtube account at this point i think the good thing is i've never committed to doing one of one thing so Mm -hmm. no one really ever knows what to expect so even when they say man we really missed your older videos i'm like well i'm still kind of doing the same thing which is really just a bunch of random stuff um so i think the hard part though is is trying to find the time to edit i mean traveling and editing on the plane it's like okay i know my battery will last for three hours or an hour and a half if i'm actually encoding and rendering um, so I think that's that's the hard thing, and I and I know a lot of people have editors, but for me, like my content is so personal to me and to my audience that, like, no one can ever just edit it just right how I would. Even though it's not like these intense, crazy edits, <coughs> it's like I want it to be like I want it to be like I did it. Have you had editors uh, work for you, and and you said, you know what, this is just not working because of that lack of the personal connection? I mean, I've had some people edit some things, and I'm like, why did you do this? And then I'm like, well, here, why don't you do this or this or this? And then I'm, at that point, I'm, why don't I just do it myself? And it's already done. Um, but what's interesting is my sister, Jenna, she's actually becoming quite the little editor, and she gets my sense of humor, so... Like, You're going to hire her? Well, you know, I'll feed her and, <laughs> like, buy her video games. <laughs> oh, you'll enslave her. Okay. That's... I, that's well, did you work in the coal mines? No, I didn't. <laughs> and that would sound like there's people thinking, whoa, that that sounds um I don't know what what the coal miner version of the stereotype is. But when you're in Pittsburgh, your dad's a coal miner. Yeah, is my, what I'm yeah, getting at. Yeah, yeah. So no, that, he's he's retired now. That's though. a founded the question is founded in reality. Yes. It's not a, like an insult. And it's like his dad was a coal miner. Like it's just that's what you did. You're literally a coal miner's daughter. Yeah. That's it's not like a movie unreal. that I haven't now, seen. There's like, did it's, your dad it's a whole come? Album. Did, did you grow up? <laughs> so you weren't in the coal mine as a ten year old. No, no. Um, which Red is saying would be legal, but was it the type of thing that 
<laughs> what did your dad do specifically? You say he's retired now. Did he come home with like soot all over his face? I think they showered before they came home. But yeah, like he would walk the mines and then I'm not actually sure what he really did, but he worked like seven days a week, which when we were younger. That's every day. Yeah. Of the week. And we didn't really realize that that's not really that like normal. Like most people don't really work seven days a week. And my mom's a gym teacher, so she worked, you know, five days a week and then would have summers off. But it was like, up. Oh, my dad works midnights tonight, so the famous thing, I think there's actually a game called that. It was like, it was like, shh, don't wake daddy. Like that, isn't that a game? It's like some- Like ga- a board game? Yeah, it's like a board game. So that was like basically our child was like, shh, daddy's sleeping. Like, I, you have to be quiet. And, but was, you had to really? pull out his appendix without <laughs> making the buzzer sound because yeah. so that would wake him up. That's operation. <laughs> but yeah, I'm something like that. So he worked nights- Seven yeah. nights a week? He would switch off like back and forth. So sometimes he would work at night or he would work during the day. So I can't even imagine having that type of schedule. Like, it's crazy. So did you, you never saw him, I guess. We did randomly. Yeah. But it would be, but he was always sleeping a lot. <laughs> was but it he's, a dangerous he's, reti- he's retired now though. Yeah, he is. So but uh, he, he still found time. I don't know how he still like coached all of our softball games and was always okay, there. Okay. So he was, he was, oh, yeah. he was very present. Yeah. So he was probably just really tired. <laughs> huh. Was it? Did he have like a pick? Are you thinking like Minecraft now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he like really it, like went down and like was. It's more sophisticated. He was like, he was like a supervisor. That. Yeah. He was like yeah. a point. Was he more of a pointer or a picker? I don't know, but I don't think there was any picks involved. Oh, heavy yeah. machinery. Probably. Right. And a lot of walking in them. I don't know. This Did is all ever, some really great questions. You never got to, to take a tour? No, but I did go in some mine that, that wasn't actually the one that you actually go in. It was like some tourist mine. It had like lights and it looked all nice and fancy and they would give you some cool candy when you walked out. Was your dad there? I think he was. Oh. <laughs> I think this is just like some tourist You thing. and your dad need to reconnect. We Father, do. Father's gotta... Day is coming up. Maybe you don't need to skip out on this family vacation. I will be Because you got there. a lot of coal mining to discuss. We do. This is great. I'm going to start taking some notes. And, and your family vacation is in North Carolina, right? That's where yes. you, you go every year. Yes. You go to the Outer Banks. My favorite place. And then you go to the Harris Teeter and you make a music video. It's true. I still never posted the one from last year. Oh, really? Yeah, I should probably edit that. Sitting, still, in a, sitting in a folder on my desktop and I look at it every day. Every day for a year. <laughs> Pretty much. And your mom was a, a gym teacher, you said? Yeah, she still is. And sometimes I'll get Instagram comments or YouTube. They're like, hey, your mom's my gym teacher. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> How's it going? So does she wear like softball pants? What kind of gym teacher are we talking about? <laughs> um, what kind of pants does your mom wear? <laughs> like, she, okay, she's very specific about her pants. She loves like the swishy pants and they have to be have like an elastic band and they have to have pockets. Trust me, we've shopped and it's very hard to find those for warm-up pants. Yeah, like warm-up pants, but they have to have a matching jacket. Are they tapered on the bottom? Mm, no, just like nice and like a, not flared, but enough that like you can wear your. Are your, they rip away? No, <laughs> that could be potentially. Dangerous. She's not a professional <laughs> basketball player or a stripper. I, well, I had. I mean, I had a pair of rip-away pants uh, just cause. I mean, I, I not while I was playing basketball. This is post basketball. I had some too. I mean, those are things are great. Now, the, the, great. the ripping away is exciting. The zipping, the buttoning back up is like, why did I rip these away? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've got to rebuild pants now. And yeah, you, you got to count the cost, man. 
You got to count the cost of something like so that. So what grades does she uh, teach Jim to? Sixth, seventh, and eighth. Oh, wow. Middle I, school yes, Jim. Does she play? School. like what? Listen, did, did they do dodgeball now? Or is oh, that, no, they still do. Yeah. Oh, you can still do that in Pennsylvania. I remember she did, they had a, she she taught them to do juggling, which was, I don't even remember. I was probably, I was pretty young. I was probably about sixth, seventh, eighth grade. But then I learned to juggle. So I can still to this day juggle, which is very exciting. It's a nice little parlor trick to pull out when you're in the parlor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you did a little bit of juggling, but that wasn't your thing. No, I, I loved taking stuff apart. Like that was, I, like I would take apart VCRs and that was really, I think really? what I love, like technology and I can never put it back together. So my dad would end up having to like fix whatever I Because that sounds, I, I say really, because that sounds like a, a a convenient I Justine backstory. It's true. Okay. Okay. Wait, before it's we true. go any further, do you guys remember when I had you on my podcast? Actually, no. You don't? Oh, you got to refresh my memory here. Oh, my here. gosh. Okay, I think it's actually still online somewhere, which is kind of embarrassing because I don't have oh, anything. Oh, remotely? Yeah. Yeah. Had to have been. Oh, this was so long ago. Um, I think it was called Mommy Pack My Lunch. If you remember. Yeah, yeah, that was your blog was named that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and then that was like me and me and my friend Desiree. We, made, we did a podcast, and I remember having you guys on it. What year do you think this was? 2007. Seven or seven? I've... I think it was earlier than that because I was still in Pittsburgh and had no idea that I was ever going to leave. So this, I think, was early. That was Rever days. Oh, definitely Rever days. Oh, six. They still okay. owe me $20. I'm so pissed. So we need to explain. <laughs> Rever is a, was an early competitor to YouTube. I don't even think it where, was really even a competitor. Well, it really? did the same thing, except yeah. you got, you supposedly, you got paid for views back before YouTube partner program, before they would pay you for views. So there was a, uh, I remember we made a conscious choice to put our videos on Rever and we mm -hmm. didn't really worry about YouTube because they had a, there was a revenue model there that we could potentially make some money. And I think that that's how we met each other, right? Was we were both being featured on yeah. Rever and some, I think somehow there we like emailed or something. I can't remember the specifics, but there was an email exchange, which evidently led to a, a guest <laughs> being guest on your podcast. Evidently, I don't recall. But we're gonna have to look this up because I actually don't remember. But I know I was like, Tess, you're never gonna believe this." She's like, "I was like, Red and Link said they'd be on my podcast." And she's, <laughs> she's like, "Okay, cool." Like, I mean, she she definitely supported all of these random endeavors, but was just like, "Okay," like she was crazy like me. But then she's like, "I don't think I really like this anymore." <laughs> yeah, I, re I remember. I remember her, and I remember, so you guys were friends in what? That was like high school? It was in college, I met college. her. College. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you were doing a, you guys were doing a MySpace thing too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot about that. Because uh, I think it, 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 I remember, like, if you went to your MySpace page, I think it was like Justine and Desiree, right? Yeah. Like, you guys were like, almost like a duo. Mm-hmm. That's how you were presenting yourself on, on MySpace. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, I had, like, my own MySpace, and then we had, like, Des and Justine, and then our, I don't know where it even came from, but it was, like, Mommy Pack My Lunch. That was, like, our, like, website together, because I don't even know why. We liked sandwiches and paper bags, and we liked lunch, yeah. so. And mommies. Yeah, so I'm not really sure where that came from, but, yeah, you guys were on it. We're going to have to look that up. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let, so let, okay, okay, okay. We, okay. we we're, skipped we're going ahead. Back. Okay. So you were fixing VCRs. You were you were you were being just geeky. taking them apart, breaking them. Actually, you were being geeky, not because it would be a great backstory later, but because you were actually interested. I mean, as a as a young girl. Yeah, and I just I just really didn't really know what else to do, and I was bored, and there was really nothing else 
to do because I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I mean, honestly, like Kyle's outside the pasture. Like, okay, I don't really like going outside. How far outside of uh, Pittsburgh are we talking about? It's like about an hour outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. But um, yeah, cows and stuff and, and VCRs. And I will never forget, though, um, like, my sister got a guinea pig. And that was like the star of all of the videos that I would make. This poor little thing. Its name was Squeaky. It ended up dying. Did, did it squeak? It did. You would lift it up. He was just like shake it a little bit, and he would he would talk and like a Furby, yeah. kind of, yeah. But yeah, he was uh, he's really cute, and he like a perishable Furby. Mm-hmm. And he ended up dying because he had a tennis ball sized tumor, ooh, like oh. on the side of his little butt. Guinea really, tumors, really those are the worst. No, and he was so cute. But he was in many movies that I filmed on a massive VCR like camcorder. Oh wow! So you were yeah. still using that? I mean, this was I was probably in sixth grade. No, oh, okay. Probably maybe fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And you really were the early. oldest child. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that you were kind of, I'm in charge here? I'm like, because you had two younger sisters. Yeah, I think I was, uh, hmm. I would make them do whatever I wanted and I would beat them up until they became bigger and stronger than me and then they beat me up and then I stopped. But you'd made the decision to. to include the guinea pig as the star and not your little sister's. Yeah, I guess they, they were kind of young then, but I mean, the, the guinea pig was just there, and it just was a better actress. And you didn't turn the camera on yourself because no one did that. No, I did sometimes. It was too heavy to hold it That's and true. turn it on yourself, yeah. right? And I think I would—I I don't remember if we had a tripod, but I think it's just like set it on the table. And yeah, table. Do stupid things, but yeah, it's. I think I've been doing that forever. <laughs> so <laughs> your not par- much has changed. Your parents still have drawers of these guinea pig videos and your earliest. We do. Creations? We do. Yeah, they're somewhere. So those have to be found. But you have not found or digitized any of this. I haven't. This is some good stuff. Okay, you should also do that while talking to your dad about coal mining. <laughs> dad, that's tell your me project. Everything. I'll do that in family vacation. So when you were making the guinea pig videos, um, did you think this is what I want to do when I grow up type thing, or is it just a kid having fun? You've got a camera and you've got a guinea pig. You know, let the fun ensue. Yeah, I think I was just having fun. And and a lot of this, too, even how I started doing this is I can't remember anything. Like, I have the worst memory ever. So I started filming, like, vlogs and just videos before they're even called vlogs just because, like, oh, this was a fun thing. I'd like to remember it. And Like, at what what point are we talking about? Are we talking college? You started filming vlogs? forward. So I think that would be – but even in in high school, I mean, I was taking photos. I had, like, a a daily random photo site, so I would just post a photo every day. And this was still HTML. Like, I was coding the forward and the back page and creating Hmm. each separate thing. So there was nothing at that time that you could even do that with. So I just did it myself. And it was kind of a – it was a personal project website or Mm -hmm. were there, like, your friends were looking at this – I mean, like, my friends were looking at it, so I get, like, 100 views or something uh, from, like, around, and somehow it was found on the internet. But it was just more for fun so that I would remember things that we would do. So what what else did you do? Like, what was the high school Justine like? She was really cool. She, was. she had, like, so many friends. <laughs> did she have lots of boyfriends? How did that work? Were you uh, like, I always have a boyfriend... Or I have one boyfriend for a really long time. I did have one for a very long time. What was his name? Josh. 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 Shout out, Josh. What's Josh doing now? He's actually, he's now married. Um, I haven't talked to him in a while, but he's he's a great guy. Very, very nice. High high school boyfriend, long term. Mm -hmm. How long did you date Josh? Oh, man. This was, jeez. 
I don't know. I don't remember. It was it was a while, and it, and then we broke up, and then we started dating again, and then yeah, some stuff. You know, just... Oh, so you broke up? <laughs> um, yeah, broke is on again, off again, or a big it, breakup, and it was then pretty big... much most through most of uh, most of high school, and then I think something in college. Something oh, happened, in college, you know, did you go something? to did you go to college together? No, no, he was actually two or three years older than me. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, older guy. Yeah, I think it was my, because I went to one prom, and then my actual junior prom is when I went to a LAN party. With Josh? No, he wasn't there. He but was off in college at that He point. was off in college being, you know, like an older man. So being was Josh. it that you wanted to go to a LAN party, or you didn't want to go to the prom with anybody but Josh? I didn't like dances or any of that stuff. So, I mean, I went to the one prom with him just because I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm your girlfriend, so I guess I'm going to go to dance here. But it, it was fun. But I definitely had more fun at the land party, playing video games and drinking Mountain Dew. Okay. As you do at a land party. What, does that mean you had a lot of guy friends too? I think so. I don't even know. I'm not really sure if I actually had any friends. I don't really remember. I mean, I think I had friends, but it was just, I don't know. It's not like you keep in touch with any of these people. I can't. I mean, on Except Facebook, for Josh. I do. No, I haven't talked to him in a while. But I, I do still randomly talk to people on Facebook and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I haven't really talked about this in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like racking my brain like, hold on. Can let's you just remember? Let's keep talking about Josh. Yeah, let's, okay. let's look him up and let's, uh, let's call him right now. <laughs> I probably saw his phone number. Let's so see. you broke oh, up. You, you broke up. Still, he he was. So you, he was like out. Was he in college somewhere? And you were in high school, and you guys were still dating. Looks like that's still his number. We have Josh's we'll number. We do. You want to call him right no, now? No, I don't want to call no, him right gonna, now. Well, I mean, we, why we, else we bring up him. his number? Because I just wanted to see if it actually turned to iMessage or not, and it did. I mean, he, I mean, he's got a wife. Him. It's not really appropriate. Justine. No, it's not. It would stir up. You know what? First of all, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, his wife already kn knows about you and, and, and is like, yeah, um, <laughs> my husband used to date that girl that's everywhere on the internet. That internet girl. Or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I'm just saying no they, they might have a great marriage, but I'm just saying, I'm telling you, uh, not from experience, but just maybe from stories that I've heard. <laughs> the craziest thing, though, is like seeing- like you, You're a source of strife in their marriage. I mean, I don't know. The craziest thing is like seeing his his brother's kids like that we used to babysit and they were like just very small children and now they're like graduating the high school that I went to and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like this is insane. They're your fans. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't talked to them since they were like two. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm not intentionally making this weird. I'm just... Very much fascinated about this Josh character because, yeah, I mean, you dated him for your whole high school mm -hmm. and then into your college, and then oh, well, that, we that must have been a big break. There, so there was, you know, his college. Yeah, there was a there was a big breakup, and but then you got back together. Why'd you do that? I mean, because he's so nice. He's just really, really nice. I just think I'm just so indecisive. Like <laughs> that's really the problem. I think in most of my relationships, it's like I don't really know what I want. I don't really know what I'm doing. But mm -hmm. whatever I'm doing, I don't think this is it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, but funny. I mean, th this is uh, maybe a little out of order here, but um, not out of line, just out of chronological order. You're in a relationship now that's been mm -hmm. going for a couple of years. We were actually trying to figure that out this morning, to be honest with you. You're trying was, to figure out how long you've been dating? <laughs> yes. Because we thought, we're like, wait a minute, I think it's been longer than two years. Well, I mean, I have notes here, you know. Is uh, this from Wikipedia? I, I can tell you that you've been dating 
Ryan Wyatt, uh, VP of Programming at Major League Gaming, <laughs> used to be head of live and esports at Machinima. You've been dating him since 2012. Is this real? Okay. Does it say we do one? research. Does it say one? <laughs> yeah, one yeah, in 2012. I think it was like in I, I don't, November. I don't know the, the, uh, the date. I'm I know sorry. it was like before Call of Duty came out. I don't remember. We're, I need to do my own research. So did Josh introduce you to Ryan or was there? <laughs> I actually met Ryan at, uh, we did a Call of Duty show. He was my coach for my team. I played against Michelle Rodriguez and my team won. Really? Yeah. Although I went around and found the best Call of Duty players I knew to be on my team. So obviously we were going to win. <laughs> so. And then you get, you started dating. We did. Over two years ago. Yeah, I guess that's what it looks like. I should probably let him know. That's what we I mean, so that's thinking. not indecisive. I mean, this is a uh, this is a relatively long term relationship. Yeah, although I mean, it's you know, a lot of those relationships lasted for a while, and it's like I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm saying like everything's going great, and it's so weird because like we actually don't really ever fight. Like we get along great. Mm-hmm. Well, do you ever see each other? That's that, we do. That, that's yeah. That's we live question. together. But you're. I mean, but you have been gone for nine weeks, and he's. I, you know, I follow him on Instagram. He's always, he's always got one of those headsets on and he's, <laughs> he's always announcing some, something. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He, he's like a, he's like a sports anchor, sports for caster Call for Call of Duty. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool because we get to go to a lot of the same events and stuff together. So that's always really fun too. Cause I mean, we travel a lot, but yet a lot of the stuff that we're traveling for, we're doing the same thing. So it's, it's really fun. Is he like doing, is it like color commentary? It, 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 like when you're watching sports and you're listening on the radio and there's a guy telling you everything that's happening, is he doing that on the video game? Pretty much. It's like play-by-play. Play. And a lot of it, too, is is if people are listening, that you're still able to know exactly what's happening. And for people that are new, that are that are never have watched the game, it's it's interesting because for Call of Duty, it's something that you can, it's easily understandable, especially if they're kind of explaining it well. So it is really, it's it's kind of cool. Does he ever do that when you're playing Call of Duty? Um. A couple of times, yeah. But I'm like really, personally, like just the two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. More or less, I'll, just like making fun of me because I'm not like I'm not terrible, but I'm not as good as like these pros. So he's like making fun of me, basically. For two years, it's not it's not that serious. I mean, we still live together. I've never lived with a guy before. So, but you, but you seem to say, "Hey, it's going well." But who knows? Well, I, <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> I guess I did say that, but that's that's not what I meant. <laughs> well, uh, well, let me ask this. So you're you're both online personalities in, in different ways with obviously this overlap that you're talking about. But I mean, that's something that you kind of have to navigate publicly. There's not it, how much of it is public, how much of it is private, your relationship. How do you navigate that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's always been something that's been kind of hard for me because even I was dating someone before and we dated for a long time and there was not a single photo of us online. But he was a popular Nothing. YouTuber. He was not. Not this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not the... Not the popular YouTuber... Um, I thought that's who boy, you were referring to. <laughs> we'll, move on. we'll move on to that in a second. <laughs> but you made a point. You guys made a point together. Oh, yeah, our relationship is going to be totally private. Yeah, and I mean, because I'm sure he, he, I just want to try and respect his privacy sure, too. Sure. I mean, I don't think he cares if I talk about it, but it's just one of those things that's like, what is the fine But he line? wasn't a public figure. No, but he just, it was like, I don't really want to be in like this and I don't want to just be associated with that. And I was like, yeah. it's totally fine, which was hard because I would go on vacations with him mm. and everyone's like, yeah, she's she's just traveling by herself. Or they would see me hanging out with girls like she's definitely a lesbian because she's always with these girls. I'm like, I've had a boyfriend for three years, but I, he doesn't really, he's not in any of these videos. So I'm sorry. And you were fine with that. 
It was. I mean, but, yeah, I didn't but, care. But it made it difficult. It sounds like it was difficult because I would. I would sometimes want to like even take a picture or post it. Like there's there's nothing even on Facebook at all. But like now at really? least, yeah. I mean, it's like my my Facebook is it's not private, but it's still pretty personal. I post family pictures and stuff like that. Well, I mean, my my impression in following you guys both online is that uh, you're definitely not making any effort to to hide anything, but you are. Uh, it seems like there's a calculated effort to kind of minimize the amount of your relationship that's out there. It's like every, you know, you might look at your Instagram for a couple of weeks and you don't see any pictures of Ryan or vice versa, but then every once in a while, you'll he'll, you'll be a picture of you and he'll be like, can't wait to see this girl. Yeah. That's always traveling. Yeah, no, I know. And, and But it's funny too, because even in like, he'll be in my vlogs because he's like sort of like your daily life. So and it's funny because when people won't see him for a week because I'll be traveling, they're like, is Ryan okay? Where's Ryan? And then they start tweeting him like, no, it's okay. I'm just out of town. Like everything's fine. Don't worry. But that's what they want to do. They want, you know, you give people an inch of personal information. They want to take a mile. I mean, listen to me giving you a hard time on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, let's move on. But no, I mean, it, it is. And, and it's, it is like watching a reality show. But yet I think what a lot of people, I mean, you guys obviously get it. Like it is real. Like this is a lot of the stuff that you're seeing is, is very real. I mean, obviously you edit things out. Um, but it, it is hard, like, finding that fine line because I don't want it to be over the top and I don't want people to just comment. I'm like, just, I just want to, like, live my life and also have a personal life, too. Well, and you've uh, you've made the choice to not suddenly have, like, a, you know, Justine and Ryan channel or something <laughs> like that, right? No. I mean, no, that's, there's, that's, there's yeah, a lot of people who do that. Yeah, I've actually seen a couple of those, and then they, <laughs> what do you do with it after? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It, it's it is a very. You want me to answer the question? What you do with it after? Yeah, delete it. Well, I've already well, got my. Cha- a, I've already got my solo channel planned for when me a, and Link break up. If it's a couple <laughs> channel, then it just it just dies. Yeah. But if it was your channel beforehand, you then, take it over. Then you take it back. So if you guys were to break up, pretty right clear. Now, what would you do? Well, it would die. Rhett would have to start a new channel. No, I think there would just be Rhett videos and then Link videos. It would be Rhett or Link. <laughs> Rhett, Rhett or Link.com. <laughs> the Rhett or Link channel. Never see us no, together. No, and it's like you just slash the You end. get Tuesdays, I get Thursdays. I mean, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. We can move on from from the 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 relationship thing, but one last question. I mean, you, do you guys have to have strategic conversations or is it kind of by feel? Do you have to say, okay, th- this is kind of the line in our relationship of how we're going to treat this or, hey, the way you Instagram that statement about our relationship let's pull back from that hon you know it, you guess you don't fight but I've, if you were gonna fight that would this would be a good thing to fight over i mean sometimes you'll even be like hey you haven't posted any pictures of me like well i don't get it and like I, it's to me like i just it's not i'm not doing it on purpose so he wants more he wants mm, to be more in the does. but it's like I'm, I'm not like thinking that way i'm just honestly sometimes thinking about my instagram is like okay i'm doing this i'm posting this and like when we're hanging out it's not my thought of like Oh, I'm gonna have to post an Instagram with us hanging out. Um, I don't know. It's it's just like I want to have a little piece of privacy. Well, is it? And I, you know, get into the back to the origin story, the life casting thing. I'm sure we'll get to that. But I mean, is there more of a professional approach for you, or has it has it gotten more 
professional and there being a separation, like between, I guess, Justine and I, Justine. Yeah, actually, before we started recording, I was like, oh, is this going to be Justine or is this going to be I, Justine? Which is always, I think, the joke that I've always made is like, well, you know, Justine, like, I'm actually very chill. I'm super introverted. Like, I, if I'm at home, I just want to sit at home and not be bothered or talk to anyone. And if I'm home for a week and I don't see anyone, I'm perfectly okay with that. Mm. Like, that's totally fine. And so people are very surprised to actually find that out because... When you see me at like VidCons or anything, I'm like always crazy and excited, but I'm just really kind of like really chill and just want to sit in a corner. But is it is there even a, so the line is like the, you turn the personality up for, you know, anything on camera. I mean, that's, I, think so, I, I, I certainly yeah. get that. Yeah. I mean, I think anybody gets that, but is there a, is there an actual separation of you feel like it's kind of creating a character I Justine is a character and not just a on-camera, amped-up, channeled pers- personality of your own personality. I think so. I mean, even I will struggle with that sometimes on YouTube. I'll be like, hmm, really being I Justine right now. And I'm like, oh, she's so annoying. Like, I'm like, <laughs> shut up. So sometimes I'll just like stop, like turn the camera off and be like, okay, I'm just going to just gonna talk and be normal and not like over the top crazy because sometimes you do get carried away and I'll watch a video and just delete it I'm like oh my god you're when they comment and say you're annoying like Justine you are annoying so it's like I will sit there and I will see like what these people do see and because it it is sometimes just very characterized so yeah guys if you say I'm annoying I'm sorry (laughs) but when you're I've never left that comment on any of your videos no but on all the social everything that you if you're going to Instagram or you're going to tweet or whatever there's kind of a has it moved to more of a okay this is a professional endeavor I'm kind of on the clock I'm not just tweeting or is there kind of a it's still personal how much overlap is there and is it less than it used to be I mean I do feel like it is a lot less because even when I'm posting an Instagram or a tweet like I will proofread it for like 20 minutes and I'm like did I spell everything right did I tag everyone correctly and it becomes so much of a chore just to send a tweet and it's a lot of responsibility too and like actually a good example is I went to uh, I was in Alabama for MTV's Hangout Fest and I spelled outcast wrong and then I didn't have any um, reception to change it so I was like freaking out I'm like guys you're never gonna believe this I spelled outcast wrong and like I was like with a C yeah I'm like I wasn't paying attention just like typing okay great sent my tweet and I'm like oh my god I'm getting destroyed right now well you could blame that on autocorrect yeah but it was not autocorrect (laughs) (laughs) it was just my own like oops so did you follow that up with another tweet? I did. It's like, okay, okay, yes. I just wrote in capital letters, K-A-S-T. <laughs> Great. Sorry. So let, let, let's get into the the origin of that I Justine character. Uh, you, 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 you say that you were, you had this photo blog uh, at the time. What was, what was, the, was that the first thing that got you some attention online? And then you kind of followed it from there? I'm trying to think like, so I made my first website in sixth grade and I've actually told this story so many times. There was this kid, his name is Steve and he kicked me and I was just, I was just so upset. And this was like in home ec class. Kicked you where? In my shins. He was sitting across from me. So it would be like you kicking me right now. Yeah. That's called flirting in sixth grade. Yeah. But no, I think we actually were like really hating each other. Like I hated him and he hated me. And and I just remember us getting our, our seats moved and, uh, 
So I went home. I was like, I, I, what do I do? How do I get back at him? So obviously, cyberbullying, I made. And oh, I, no. I hate Steve website, which I don't condone doing this. I hate Steve. Back in the day, yeah. So I, I made, hate Steve.com? It wasn't a .com because I didn't have any money or a credit card. So you, you, buying domains back then I don't think was really like not something you do. I think it was like I hate Steve at tripod.com or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so like I, I figured out how to get Photoshop and I learned like DreamWorks. I think it was, like, it was Fireworks. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I would have my Mac on a 30-day trial reboot. So every 30 days, I would have to format my computer. So I backed up everything on disks because I didn't know how to – my mom wasn't going to buy me the software. So I would just reinstall it all every trial, every 30 days. But uh, yeah, And keep building that website? Well, that that one and a bunch of them. But that was was my first website. I was like, this is really fun. I was viewing source on different websites to try to like learn how to code. What did Steve say about this website? Um – we didn't know about it until like a couple years ago. <laughs> so it was just like for you and yourself. It was like me and my friend Natalie. I remember me and Natalie just making this I hate Steve website, and I was like photoshopping his eyes red, and, and like just I was really happy with my work. I and, hate you, Steve, and your bloodshot <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I remember we had a scanner, so I scanned his yearbook photo in. Like, oh I hate yeah, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Steve. Yeah, and We're you still now, have his actually. number. Yeah, no, we're actually friends now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we all worked out. Guilt friendship. He is actually the safety uh, the safety Steve in my Squatch Watch videos. He's our, our safety guy. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. The, the Steve of the I hate Steve the dot tripod dot what biz yep. dot net. I think my sister went to prom with his brother. Yeah. Wow. It's a really small town. <laughs> but, I mean, things really started to happened with the life casting that was the first thing right yeah which is kind of crazy i'm actually writing a well i started writing a book about that it's going to be kind of like telling like the stories that happened during those times and i want to okay. like go and interview like my friends be like how did this affect you because they're even des she was like it's either me or the camera hmm. and she moved out so oh wow it was one oh, so, of the, okay so you so you guys were roommates at the time mm-hmm. so how did it how did it start um so i mean i was still doing like all the sort of the rever the Rever and the YouTube stuff and still posting videos. And I was working before that, I was doing like freelance and I loved like video production and graphic design. So I basically started making YouTube videos so that people would know that I knew how to edit and was more just promoting myself so that I could get jobs. Okay. Um, and before that, I was actually working at a chiropractor. Were you cracking backs or? or no, I was there. I was there answering video phones production. Or, you were person. video production. Yeah. Oh. And before that, I was I worked at a graphic design house, and this chiropractor came into the this the graphic design place and like ordered some brochures or something. And he was like, "Hey, do you know anybody that knows how to edit video?" I was like, "Oh, this is great! Like, I know how to edit." He's like, "Okay, do you want to come work for me? I'll double your salary. Do you know how to use Avid?" I said, "No, I don't know how to use Avid." I'm thinking to myself, but I'm like, "Yeah, I know how to use Avid. This is great." So I like quit my job there, went and worked at this chiropractor the next week, taught myself a how to- A chiropractor who had an avid suite? <laughs> who is this two, guy? Two avid suites, nonetheless. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not in business anymore, and I think there's several lawsuits out against him for a lot of different things. But either way- A chiropractor who has two avid suites is, uh, yeah, there's a label for that. There's a lot of things that were going, going on there. front for something? Well, so he had like this this, this kinda, media well, company that they would like make commercials for different chiropractors. So that's what I was editing. We, like, we, we've done that. We've, yeah. we've we've made commercials for chiropractors before. Yeah, but yours were cooler. <laughs> <laughs> A little inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, slightly. 
But yeah, and then I think some of the first videos I started making was in the chiropractor's office. Like was, the oatmeal video yeah. was in the chiropractor office. That was in the chiropractor's uh, office. Okay. okay, so that's mm-hmm. that's now the earliest video you can see on your YouTube is channel mm-hmm. is your chiropractor office oatmeal eating video. Edited yeah. on Avid? I edited that in Final Cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hated Avid so Not much. Not taking advantage of the Avid. Okay. No. So, yeah. so you were making like comedic videos and just kind of putting them out there, but and then what? The life casting thing was just that kind of happened in parallel. Kind of. I well, I quit the chiropractor job, and I mean, it was it was it was great, but I was like, this is terrible. Like, I'm working eighty some hours a week, slaving over chiropractor stuff. Like, we had to be there. We had to do like these training things and all this weird stuff like over the weekends. But I was like a really fast editor, so in the time that it took me to edit what a normal person would edit. I would be like editing on my laptop right. in Final Cut like all these other videos. But uh, after I quit there, I met this guy, Justin, in San Francisco of Justin TV. What were you in San Francisco for? Macworld. So you went as an attendee or you were vlogging? What was I doing there? Oh, I went out with, um, there was like, this podcast called MacBreak. So okay. I went out there with them and, and did some like sort of hosting stuff. And I saw this dude with like a camera on his head. I was like, oh my God. I got to talk to that guy. I was like, this, this, this guy is really cool. He's really cool. I don't know if he was, but um, he turned out to be actually really cool. And they were starting this company called Justin.tv, which was a live streaming platform. And he's like, yeah, in the next week, I'm going to be live streaming my entire life for the next however long. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then he did, and he did it for a while. And then they were opening up their platform to other people. And he's like, do you want to be the first or the second person to, to live stream? So it worked out great. Justin, Justine. I mean, yeah, just people an e. didn't even think that was my name. They just thought I was an actress. It's like, no, this is my name. I really enjoy doing this stuff. So I did that for six months. So you literally had a camera on your head, like a headlamp camera type yeah, thing. Like a Logitech webcam with a light on it, like that lets people know that it's recording. And you connect it to the internet via like a satellite connection. Mm-hmm. That's when Sprint had unlimited uh, access on like their EVDO cards. So I think that me and Justin single-handedly stopped that from ever happening. So this was this was mobile. This wasn't just like while you're home. This was at all times. And maybe the connection was a little slow from time to time, but everything. Yeah, I mean, not everything. Let's let's not get too crazy, yeah. you know. Right. So uh, where would you put the camera when you use the bathroom? I would make it look at a picture of Steve Jobs. Wh- which you, like, had outside of the restroom? No, I had a, a framed photo of him on my desk. <laughs> Obviously. Was this branding or was this sincere? No, my friend actually got me that for my birthday one year. Okay. He's like, here you go. So that... I do still have that. It's brilliant branding. I'm not I'm I not just, dogging you for no, it. No, it was just on my desk, so I would always like flip it over. I'd put a note card like be right back, going to the bathroom or uh, whatever. Like doing something I don't want you to see. Yeah. I'm doing something. Six months and the only breaks were bathroom breaks and when you were sleeping, where was it? Um, it was just sitting on my desk watching me sleep. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. not creepy. You know, I I remember I'd always play uh I'd always play tool, like the band tool. I would sleep to that, so everybody would get a nice tool soundtrack every night. So, so you didn't turn the, you didn't mute it. No, I mean, what so if I, you, if you talked in your sleep, they would they couldn't hear it over because tool prob- was playing. Yeah, they probably couldn't hear it over tool. <laughs> and it was a it was a wide shot. It wasn't like a shot of like your no, mouth and your eyes and it, your nose. It was a very wide shot. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I would sleep in, so they would like think I was dead when I wasn't waking up. So they would like 
be like calling my mom, be like, I think she's not okay. And and what did okay? So you already hinted at the fact that uh, Desiree had a problem with this and and said I'm at, I'm out. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. about um, what what went into the decision? Did you talk to your parents about it? Were they were like not really. I don't even remember how it all came about. I was like, oh, this is cool. All right, I'll do it. I don't know why I even ever agreed, but it was it was still kind of fun. You got paid to do it, right? No. Originally, no, I didn't, which was crazy because it was watching me, um, like, run a business, essentially. Like, I would be taking – I would take it into meetings with me and I would mute it um, because I was still doing, like, graphic design and web design and and video stuff. So I would take it to a coffee shop and it would watch me, like, edit. What do you tell people? Design stuff. I mean, it wasn't that obvious because if I was at a coffee shop, it just looked like I had just a hat just sitting there. (laughs) And they didn't realize there's a webcam on it. And you were filming them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oops. It's, not, it's not as wrong when you're not getting paid for it. Yeah, I mean, and, and it wasn't on my head. Like, it was just, like, I would take it off my head and just sit it on the, the desk. So it would be looking at me. So you, it wasn't a very, you just did it because it seemed cool. I mean, were, yeah, I don't, the concerns of, like, the, of privacy and quality of life, these were things that... Quality of life, I don't even, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, this is, this is, this is a cool thing. And it, that's when I first started doing, like, the video and editing, and it was just – it was really fun. So I was like, oh, this is great. I don't have to edit anything. It's just live. Yeah. So for six months, you, you by and large, loved doing it? Or how how far in were you like, oh, mm, mistake? Yeah. I don't – it started hitting around, like, the three-month point. But then I was, like, so invested that it was, like – it was, like, an abusive relationship. I was really? like, I love this. But, oh, God, I hate it. Like, I would – I would sometimes just be like, what the hell am I doing? Like – I don't, even to this day, sometimes when I think about like doing a live stream, like I just get anxiety thinking of like back in the day, like just doing that nonstop. Was there a low point? Yeah, I think I had a few low points where I would just like unplug and just start crying because I mean, you're, it's such an emotional overload of people constantly judging you. I mean, just nonstop all day long, just having something to say about you. And you can look at this chat at, at all times. Yeah, at all times. And I'd be like, oh God. I think that I'm this or I'm doing this or whatever. And I'd have to be so careful. Like if I make sure I'd wear like a shirt that was like pulled up at all times. Like if I wore a tank top, I have to be so careful because you never know. Because if something happens live, like it's live, it's there forever. And something that I did find out Did something like that happen? No, thankfully. I don't know how it didn't in six months. But one thing I did learn is that there are sneeze people. There are people that have sneeze fetishes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's like and what do they say when you sneeze I don't know in they, the chat they well they do it again they love it like they love it and there's like compilations still to this day on YouTube of <laughs> just all my justin.tv sneezes really yep I guess, so you know whatever you it takes you guys are into that kind of thing but you're okay with it I mean you're not you're not it's not like you're creeped out by the sneeze fetish people it's no, kind I love of it. you it's kind great. of Every time I sneeze, though, that's what I think of. So it's kind of... You're like, oh, I should have recorded that. Oh, man. For those guys. That. And the feet people. Lots of feet people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they would sit around. Sooner or later, they'd see your feet. And there it is. It's Yeah. It's on the feet wiki. I've got, I got one of those. I'm sure you guys have one, too. You just probably haven't looked it up. But you would turn it off and break down crying. There was definitely some points, yeah. And you lost a roommate over it. I did, Yeah. Because I, I made, definitely made a conscious decision. I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to do this thing. And she just wasn't really into it. I mean, we're still good friends. Like, I love her. And she still is like, I can't believe you're still doing all this crazy stuff. Right. I mean, so it, it you did the life casting thing. 
and that stopped after six months. Was it during that that time that you started having some of those initial YouTube videos break out? Was that all the same year? Actually, at that same time was when the iPhone bill happened. Okay, the 300-page so, iPhone yeah, bill. Yeah, so what was kind of crazy is as that was all happening, that was all still being live-casted. So it would, the camera would come with me to like, um, like to satellite interviews that would go to wherever, like Australia and stuff like that. So it was kind of was a really crucial time because that's it all happened sort of right there and then it was all life casted. And how big did the the iPhone bill go? It was um I think it was three hundred pages. So And how just, big did the video go? I mean in terms of That's actually a good question. I think there's only like three or four million views on YouTube, but then I remember on Yahoo it had so many more and then MySpace it had so many because it was just featured everywhere. Right. So all of those other sites had actually tons of views and even on Rever. Like, oh, Rever. That's really still owe me some money. I was so sad when Rever shut down. I had no idea because I would have downloaded all my old videos. Oh, they, wow. They kept sending uh, warnings about that. Really? They were like, we're shutting down. <gasps> Download your videos. Are you serious? Yeah, we downloaded all ours. No, no, you... no we didn't. M4Vs, I remember. Really? Way back in... I, I guess I do remember yeah. that. I did not get the hmm. email. Maybe I'm just bad at email, but I'm very sad about it. So you were getting all this press for this huge iPhone bill. Did You cried in that video, right? No, she cried in the Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah, I did. That was... Right. <laughs> I did cry about that. No, I didn't cry in the iPhone bill. Did cry about Steve Jobs, which was that video. Good choice, by the way, if you're going to only cry in one. Yeah, but the thing is, I posted that on my iPhone channel, which is like, Honestly, I only wanted that video to be seen no more than 15,000 times mm. to like my hardcore fans that know how much Steve Jobs meant to me. So it was more just like a reaction. Like that was honestly real. I turned on the camera. I was like, I'm doing this and posted it. And then I was like, oh, great. Front page of Reddit for Justine farting while crying about Steve Jobs. I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding? How do they find this? You farted? Well, no, I didn't. I had on like rubber boots. So I was, it was like scooting on the <laughs> I was chair. Like, I don't remember that. <laughs> So that was that was the meme that was going around. I was like, <laughs> and then I'm like crying, like I'm not farting. Oh it's rubber boots. Oh so yeah, that, okay. that was fun. So I mean, it, it's widely recognized that you're not just one of the first uh, women, but one of the first people who had this. My life is out there. I am a vlogger. Like when people think of vlogger, like you know, it, we talk about this. You still can't type vlogger into your word processing application, and it it won't accept it. It still doesn't see it as a word, even in 2014, which is just makes it blogger. It or makes it or flogging. I'm like, or, what? <laughs> right, right. Stop it. But before p anybody was really understanding what that word was, and they were still saying vlogging. Yeah, you were doing it. Yeah, and it, and it was weird because it wasn't. I wasn't thinking that I was doing that. Like, I mean, I was blogging at the time. So that was just for me an easier way to say something because I didn't, I wasn't like, like, well, this is so much easier if I just talk about it instead of writing it. Um, and the thing then is there wasn't mobile phones, so it wasn't as easily to be accessible as it is now. I mean, now you're watching videos on the go in the car. Probably shouldn't be driving and watching YouTube videos. Well, you know, we had, we had Jenna Marbles on, on the Ear Biscuit uh, a while back and she mentioned you as her inspiration. Yeah, as, once she decided to start doing yeah, this, she was like, I, I, I want to do what she's doing. I watched a lot of iJustine videos to figure out a game plan, basically. I mean, do you feel like an online matriarch? I mean, I think this whole table right here, I mean, this is, 
OG. <laughs> O-U-T, the original YouTubers. I mean, it, it, it is. And like, I mean, like Phil and like that whole like crew of people. I mean, it's it's so crazy that, I mean, I don't even know why originally we were doing it. I mean, I was just doing it for fun. Like I really loved editing. I still love editing. I love making people laugh and just having fun. And I don't know, there's just an audience out there for everything, which is, is so cool that now people are doing that. The only thing now is a lot of people are just doing it because they want to be like a YouTuber, I guess. So it's so different because we were just doing it because we really, I don't know, we we're just having fun. Yeah, it, it's there. It's interesting that, <clears throat> you know, that first and second and sort of, you know, those first couple of waves of of online entertainers, we all did it because it was just this new and exciting thing. And it's, I mean, that can't happen again. It's going to happen with some other medium, right? But it can't happen again with this. It's just, it's pretty it's pretty cool to think about that is that we literally were doing it for just to see what would happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's interesting because I've kind of seen that happen with Vine. Like a lot of these Vine mm -hmm. kids, like it's so crazy because they were doing the same thing. Just, oh, this is cool. I can make a really cool video in six seconds. So it's kind of cool to see sort of that same community like happen over there on another platform. And I got to meet actually recently a couple of them I'm like, wow, you guys are so cool. Like this is awesome. Like it's a whole another thing. And it was like, it was been so long since I felt like that feeling of like the original YouTubers and like mm -hmm. I can see it with them and I'm like, this is awesome. So it was really exciting. Yeah. I mean, you say eight years ago, that was, that was you on with streaming and with YouTube in its beginning phase. And, you know, so now fast forward, to the present time and there's there's a struggle to maintain re, uh, relevance i know for us you know it, it it's it's true of all entertainment but i feel like everything is so accelerated on youtube and online that there's so many more people coming in a lot of people who say okay now i can make a living at this kind of thing there's so it's competition on one hand but it's being around this long there's a challenge to continuing to rise to the top. Yeah, and I think that's hard. And it's it's funny about like the Vine. Like, so it took us, I mean, what, this is like eight years later. So for them, I mean, that happened in less than a year. So it's like crazy to see right. like that platform just rise up and all of these new people just kind of pop up out of nowhere. And then even for them, it's interesting because the transition doesn't transition that well over to YouTube. It's like two completely separate, yeah, sure. different audiences. But how how is it for you at this point with everything that's happening on YouTube and th the landscape here and the difficulty it is to to keep getting views, maybe the views that you could get before, you know, how, it, how do you interact with that? What's the strategy? Is it, okay, you know, there's a hosting component to what you do now that's independent of your YouTube channel. Is, you know, is that, a, is there a struggle there? Is there a frustration? I think the frustration comes from knowing that I'm posting stuff and knowing that there's subscribers there that will never see it. And and why? I mean, I don't know. Is that a YouTube thing? Is that what? It's like people still every day, like, when are you posting a new video? I'm like, I've posted like 20 this week. Like, did you guys not see any of those right. anywhere? Um, so I think that's the hard part is just knowing that like you've worked so hard to get this audience and you don't have access to them. And I think that's the struggle. It's like, I mean, I know I'm posting stuff. I'm like, no one is, uh, why are you guys not seeing it? And I even talk to the audience directly. And I'm like, why did you guys not see this? And I know there's another crazy thing because I will post something on Facebook and I will see like the impressions of that post, which nowhere near will reflect anything on YouTube. So I'm like, did anybody watch it? Like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. 
because and then if I post something just directly on Facebook, I can actually see how many views that gets. I don't know. Something's going on. There's a conspiracy, guys. <laughs> Need to get to the bottom of it. I'm wondering how your YouTube channel plays into it, the hosting gigs, all the opportunities that you take, and projects that you're launching that aren't on your channel. Mm-hmm. Is there a division of strategies that's not, and YouTube is just a part of it? Yeah, I mean, YouTube will always be a part of it. And I think just creating content, and sometimes I forget what my audience likes. Like, they love iPhones. They love technology. And sometimes I'm, like, off doing something else that's crazy. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Like, they don't really, that's not something that they're into. Um, But it's fun to be able to share sort of those different things. So when I make a video talking about, like, my iPhone or technology, like, those do so much better because that's really what my audience wants to see. So sometimes I forget about that, too. And so I lose sight of stuff that they originally started subscribing for. Um, so I think that's something that I have to keep in mind too, because I might be traveling and I want to post like travel vlogs, but that's not really, not everybody's into that. Mm-hmm. So I think just trying to find out what they like, what they want and just posting consistently, which has always been a problem for me. So I'm like, well, don't have time to post. So sorry, you're not going to get a video now. I mean, how do you navigate it? You, we, you developed a standard with your brand. There's certain things you're not going to do, but you know, is there this, is there a temptation that, okay, if I'm in. Why don't why don't I be in my bikini and a thumbnail some more? Oh yeah, well, has, just every that, once in a while. Hasn't that <laughs> always been a? That's I would imagine that that's something that you know if it gets if that gets traction, there's a decision to be made. Yeah, or all then, along the way. The thing is, like I look at my analytics too. It's like they're mostly girls, so yeah. I mean maybe they want to see me in my bikini, but like whatever. But that's cool. Um, but my bikini rule is only when I'm on vacation. So, which is a quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. Sometimes, you know. Well, has the has the fact that YouTube is is frustrating for lots of different reasons, right? I mean, YouTube, the YouTube audience can be very fickle. They can get uh, tired of certain things. They there can be technical glitches that you're kind of uh, talking about. There's, there's all kinds of frustrations involved with it. And, it. and it also just, you know, one year is a decade. You know, it's it, so, it, 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 so in having almost done it for a decade, you've like lived a, several lifetimes online, right? But there are all those frustrations, frustrations involved related to YouTube. But you've, you've got so much traction in a, in a lot of other places, right? I mean, like I said, you know, you're hosting all kinds of things and you're doing lots of TV opportunities, uh, how how is that part of your career going? And are are you hoping to continue to kind of push in that direction? And do the frustrations on YouTube kind of serve as a driving force to kind of move even more into that kind of thing? I think so. And then I mean, I've been doing it for so long, so I'm like, okay, like what do I do next? Which is why I was like, I really want to do this book. Which originally the book kind of all came about more as like a joke because I kept telling my audience I was like I'll just save it for the book save it for the book and then I started like pitching tv shows and like movie type things about like that six months of the live streaming to production companies and studios and I'm like wow this is great like we love this idea and then I was like wait let's just stop all of this I'm just gonna write the book so I have sort of that thing that's like okay here's the stories I have these these are mine this is what I want it to be about so I just kind of wanted to go back to that and just have those stories and then either kind of ask the audience, like, what do you guys want me to do with this? Do you want me to turn it into a TV show? Do you want it to be a movie? Like, what do you guys want? Because honestly, like, having them make the decisions, it's kind of what I've always done. And they always have such really good ideas. Like, when Mm -hmm. I need a video idea, I mean, they're on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you guys are so great. All these little mini producers. So what's the book going to be called? 
Yeah, I haven't thought that far. I you, still got to write asked, it. I you mean, haven't I just, asked your audience. I just recently Googled how to write a book, so I'm, I'm still working <laughs> on There's an app for that. that. There's, there probably is. <laughs> there are. There really? really? Yeah, there are. Perfect. Yeah, well, it depends on what kind of book you're writing, I guess, but... We'll see. So you haven't you haven't put pen to paper yet, so to speak. Um, I've, I've actually... Cause, so I started doing, like, the Draw My Life sort okay, of thing. Yeah. So I sort of have a nice little outline, but then I'm going to go kind of crowdsource maybe dig up some ex-boyfriends and have them write some things for me oh josh is gonna josh is gonna have a chapter he he might (laughs) he may (laughs) and steve i mean this goes go all the way back to steve so it's not that she didn't want to talk about him it's that she didn't want to talk about him before they're in her book i understand now no the problem wasn't getting hot in here no the problem is i honestly don't remember so many things like it's awful like i'm actually looking forward to doing this like i want to make like it'll just be like on facebook like all right to all of my actual friends how did we meet what were some fun things that we did did we date did i hurt you do you hate me <laughs> like i want to know everything well do- you do realize that when you access a memory you actually change it really every time you access a memory you change it like physically what the way it's arranged in your brain so be careful what you remember <laughs> well, at least somebody else remembers it. Maybe I'll just remember the way <laughs> that's that they good, remember yeah. it. Do you have a sense that when you ask your friends, "Have I? How have I hurt you? How have I, that?" That's what you're going to get back. That you've you've hurt people and that you've alienated people. I definitely think there's some people out there that that may feel that way. So I'm just wondering, like, how honest would they like to be about it? And because actually, this is really funny. I did a, a Reddit AMA, which Probably won't ever do again because Reddit is not like me at all. Oh, really? No. Uh, but it went really well at first. But then there was somebody on there that kept saying, like, I know you from, like, back in the day. or And, and he was saying things that I was like, oh, my God, this person does know me. And they were, like, saying, like, that I hurt them. And I just, I'm like, oh, my God, who are you? Hurt? You hurt them and yeah, what? Like, emotionally, I, obviously. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how did I do this? Like, what did I do? Like, I don't, I, I didn't mean to do that. So I just, I just want to know those things because... I don't know. Kind of, it's kind of fascinating, and I, I, I think if there's good stories in there, that's stuff that I would like to include. We'll wow! See. So, the, so the way people have remembered your life is going to be a major element of this. Yeah, and that, and like how I've affected a bunch of like my audience. I mean, I, I know there's been so many kids. I think that not just me, but like YouTubers in general have really changed their lives. People have said they've they've watched us in like hospital rooms, and we've got them through such tough times. So I really want to kind of get those stories and just. I mean, I went to school for graphic design and video production, so I do have that background, but I've always never known what I wanted to do. I've never really planned anything, and I want to just let people know that, like, if you have an idea, if you want to do something, like, if you want to do it bad enough, like, you can do it. Like, I'm writing a book. I don't know how to write a book. I'll figure it out. I Googled it. That was my first step. So I just think if there's something that you want to do, you can you can figure it out. And if not, then you don't want to do it bad enough. Well, listen, I look forward to reading it, so get to writing it. Maybe I'll do an audio version, too, so... People don't like to read. You can just if you want us to, to write a little, just a little paragraph about that podcast that we don't remember very well. I don't remember it either. Just but, you know. Oh no, you guys will definitely let us be know. in it. I mean, the OG. I mean, I was. I, I I just remember finding Rhett and Link. I'm like, oh my god, these guys are so cool. Like they're so funny. Like and I kept telling Des, I'm like, look, we can be like them. We can do this too. And there's other two radio DJs in Pittsburgh, Mikey and Big Bob, who were also like my inspiration. And I kept telling him, like, look, this could be us. We can do this. It'd be really fun. Mikey and Big Bob. Yes. Oh my Glad god. we have better names than Mikey and Big Bob. <laughs> well, that, I was about well, to say that's pretty good. Oh. Well, but Bob is big. He's, I could I could be Big Red. Oh, Big is not his first name. No, he's just he's just a 
big dude. Oh. His name's Bob. <laughs> no, they're so funny, but it was like, I, like I really wanted like that duo. Like I was like, that's what I want. Like that'd be so fun. And then no one ever could hold on for the <laughs> come along for the ride. So well, that life casting is quite a commitment. <laughs> yeah, right. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Before you start writing the book, you have to write on our table. Yeah, Ooh, let's okay. consider that a start. It's much easier than okay. writing a book. You don't have to Google how to do this. I don't. Well, there it was, our ear biscuit with Justine as Eric. You know, I I think it's cool to be able to reconnect with Justine after. Uh, I mean, she was one of the first people that we befriended on the internet who was trying to do the same thing we were doing. I mean, that was almost 10 years ago, man. So it's cool, it cool to sit down and reconnect and uh, it's like full circle. Well, we were in a basement in Lillington, North Carolina the first time that we, we talked to her and we were on that podcast. She was somewhere outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We Nobody knew what we were trying to do. Nobody knew where this was gonna, was gonna go. No one knew if there was any... Uh, more traction with Rever than there was with YouTube. I mean, really, that's that's that was the state of things, right? Yeah. And here we are, this many years later. Don't know anything now either. We still don't know anything, <laughs> but I do know a couple of things. A, YouTube is better than Rever. <laughs> YouTube turned well, out it, to be well, just by virtue of it existing. <laughs> YouTube turned out to be a safer bet uh, than Rever, and you know. She's out here in Los Angeles. We're out here in Los Angeles in some weird way in the way that the industry changed and the way that uh, online entertainment became what it is. We, we, it brought us all out here. Um, I'll tell you it's some, cool to connect. I'll tell you something else. I want to go to that hot spring in uh, Iceland. Well, every time, you know... Drop, every, I'll drop my phone in there if that's what it takes to go. Gonna, I didn't know what you were going to drop. <laughs> I'll drop my drawers and get in there. I thought that's what you were going to say. It's yeah, not I'll, that kind of hot springs. I'll drop a phone in there if that's what it takes. I do think we should um, we should visit more exotic spots and make videos there. And post them on Justine's channel? No. She won't, on, I don't think she on, would on want that. On our channel. I mean, we should do that. I mean, every time I look at her Instagram, she's on an, in another tropical location. And I'm like, well, I'm, you know, when are we going to do that? <laughs> what, what happened to us? I can't answer that question, man. I don't know when we're going to do that, when we're going to get around to it. But uh, if there's a, I, I do like the idea of hot springs, but my last experience in a hot spring, which we shared on GMM, required being totally naked with some really old senior citizen men. Uh, so it just, I mean, that that didn't happen in Justine's blog, vlog. She's got a different thing. And let me tell you, the, the water wasn't cloudy like it was in that blue lagoon in Iceland. 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 <laughs> Uh, it was pretty transparent as far as I remember. So tweet at Justine. Let her know that you appreciated her ear biscuit here. Uh, you know, we put her on the spot about a couple of things, and uh, so I appreciate her being a good sport about that. Um, and, you know, you can also tweet at us and tell us that, that we're good sports too. <laughs> you do, or, you don't, no, you don't you have don't to have do that. To. But what you could do is if you're a fan of Ear Biscuits and you want to uh, continue to hear this show every single week, you can leave us a comment or a review on iTunes. That helps a lot. Leave us a comment on SoundCloud. Let us know what, what you think about these biscuits for your ears. And certainly, you can hear from us next week with another Biscuit of Ears.